I hate the fabric hero costumes are made from. It's alien tech, and it's one of the few fabrics that can withstand the abuse the average wearer puts it through. If you run one type of charge through it, it becomes elastic, stretching to many times its original size. The opposite charge? And it clings to you like an armored hide. Not armored enough to stop bullets, but enough to prevent most scuff, scrapes, and lacerations. The aliens who make this stuff see the body as a work of art, regardless of shape, and they see nothing wrong with clothing that adheres to every little curve and feature. I, however, disagree. So, under this black and charcoal gray second skin, I had a few choice undergarments from the Community Fund catalog. To most people, the Community Fund is a charitable organization which sells hero merchandise to finance schmaltzy feel-good projects like community centers, playgrounds, and shelters. It's also a well-financed hedge fund and manufacturer of dozens of different products. It's there to provide the lowliest of the community members access to the same hardware as the most connected of us. Little things like comm gear, body armor, trackers, impact-resistant electronics, and so on. The line launcher and slim form parachute are quite popular with those of us who can't fly. Access to the fun is based upon how much good you've done and how long you've been with the community. My account is limited, consisting mostly of transfers from dad. That's why I don't have a line launcher and have been staring down at 5th Street from four stories up for a while now. The oversized domino mask might be a tad cliche, but mom designed my outfit which is probably why I've never changed it. While the masks didn't improve my night vision any, it also didn't hamper it. While I stared down at the intersection of 5th and Avenue C, I tried to look as though I was keeping an eye out for troublemakers. All I really was doing was looking for the easiest way across without getting spotted. I might have made provisions for my modesty, but Shadow Boy would look a bit of a fool dashing across the intersection in plain sight. I have to practically hover the whole time not to lose you, Jack said. Yeah, yeah, you can pace an airliner at cruising speed, I said. My best speed can't beat a marathon in less than eight hours. Actually, it was barely less than nine, but by that point, I was just so glad I made it to the finish line. It would have been my moment of glory, but the chatter afterward set off a debate about who was faster between Jack and Nora. That led to their race at the Salt Flats and quickly overshadowed me. Completing a marathon at 15 doesn't hold a candle to breaking the sound barrier on foot. I should have taken up chess. Do you want me to carry you? Jack asked with absolute sincerity. I bit back my rage. He honestly thought he was being helpful. That was the infuriating part. No, I said, eyeing a fire escape. I'll walk. As I approached the ladder, I heard voices from the alleyway below. Peering over the edge, I took in the scene. Look, lady, we're going to get our money one way or another. The one who'd spoken was the apparent leader of a gang of youths in denim and leather. She was clad in a denim jacket two sizes too small for her, a pair of leather pants, and a purple tube top. The hair on the top of the back of her head was long and bright blue, while the sides were shaved to stubble. In a steady grip, she held a machete longer than her forearm. The two figures encircled by the gang appeared to be at least twice the age of the oldest gang member. They were a black couple, 
The woman was rotund and dressed in a pink suit. She reminded me of a far more serious version of Miss Reese. The man was shorter, thinner, dressed in brown corduroy, and clutched a briefcase to his chest. His hair had been in a small afro, but male pattern baldness had sculpted into a rather oddly shaped mass. Receding hairlines in his temples raced towards the bald patch at the back of his head, carving out unflattering voids. How? the woman in pink asked. You're running on the presumption that all, or even most money, is in a physical form you can seize by force. Your machete won't help you against a computer. Seeing Jack start to move towards the edge of the roof, I gave the hand signal to stop. He froze, raising an eyebrow. There's more to this story than it seems.